Yeah, I'm here. Um, palpate. Yeah, I'm just coming Why back. Is your name? I'm just coming back from my physical therapy appointment. <laughs> and, and I just think of the word palpate when I think of physical therapy because they palpate the muscles. Right. Yeah. And, um, they sure do. They, they palpate them right up. And, uh, so yeah, that, that's on the brain today. Palpate. What are you doing in PT? I, I, this was the first time I've been in six months. I have a really good, uh, the best PT ever. And I, they are so great. And so I went to them or they, I had them in teacher training. They taught us for our anatomy. You, for that you went day. for what? Um, so the, you know, me bitching about my rhomboids for like the past two years, you know, you know, all the times I've made yeah. you pokey poke in my back because of my upset rhomboids. Sure. Well, so yeah. And, and there, it's always like times when we have like, we're only together for like a day or two. And I'm like, I, this is stone. What do you want yeah, me to do with it? There's nothing. Well, and so that day I finally, cause like they're, they're just the, their, their name is Sean. They're the most charismatic person in the world. And like, I walked up to her and I was like, listen, please, nobody knows what's wrong with me. Like, look at <laughs> And they had the beds all up. And I think I talked about this and she, she realized some, it, she like put my arm behind my back and then watched my shoulder blade, which didn't used to do this, but now it does like pop out of my skin. And she was just like, um, sweetie, you've got like a four finger wingspan and this ain't right. You know, uh, basically every there's due to hypermobility issues in my upper back, my rhomboids were just getting constantly stretched and taxed all the time and everything else was not doing anything anymore. And that probably happened after just like dead stopping, uh, weightlifting and then switching to working from home. Like there was a hard thing, weightlifting all the time, going into an office, working from home all the time, stopping weightlifting. And I think everything just got really weak. And then with a hunch or like working on a laptop, your rhomboids are going to be extended or stretched out. And your body just said, no, it just fell apart. And it, it like a year of inactivity, my body was just like, oh, we're just going to break. And it did. And um, anyway, she, uh, she gave me some exercises like six months ago is when I was getting out of school. And then when I was like done with teacher training, I was like, okay, now I can work on this because I'm not doing nine hours of yoga anymore on a weekend, you know, and, and like I can start fixing it. And so I've been doing said PT for six months and it is night and day different. Um, big, big time different. So I wanted to go see her and also had this weird back thing show up like a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, you know what? It's just, it's just time. But I now only have a two finger wingspan instead of a four. So things are gluing back down where well, they belong. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, and that I great. I hate that term. Yeah, I don't have crazy mm -hmm. winging scapulas as bad anymore. <laughs> Happy Yule to you. Happy Yule, my guy. Uh, so the people listening don't. Okay, so we're of course we're recording this ahead of time for once because sh everything's everything's going to be fine this week, and um, you're coming over in a couple days, bro. And we're going to spend all of Yule oh, yeah. Day and Eve together. And I, well, I can't stop thinking about it. Dude, I am, I keep having ideas just of things that we can do. Let's, let's talk a little about Yule. So it is today, Yule. Well, not it for is, us, but yeah. for you guys, it's <laughs> Yule. Uh, <laughs> 
are we ruining the magic too much? Uh, we are, and I just want to put, put, put this up top. Join us, please, later tonight for a live. This is the Coven-wide live, meaning you don't have to be a Patreon. It is. Macy, give them the deeds on that. Listen to me, all of you. It is going to be Wednesday, December 20th. Well, fuck, I guess technically not. It's going to be Thursday, December 22nd at 2 in the morning. Do you hear me? Two in the morning. Yes. So if you international beans, this is better for you. We hear you. Um, yes. So I hope to see and some of y'all hopping on. To clarify, because this is very confusing, time's not real, and I know I would get confused with this, overnight from Wednesday into Thursday, that 2 a.m. in between the two, yes. that's what we're talking about. Don't accidentally show up on like technical Friday 2 a.m. and be like, where are they? Um, But you can catch us over on the Facebook page at 2 a.m. And this is because it is Yule and, you know, little Yule tradition. uh, It's just kind of staying up, staying up all night, having some, dude, we're going to have, Macy and I, we're going to make some, we're going to make some wasal or some crock pot uh, spiced wine. I can't wait for all the things that I want to make and drink and all of that. And we're going to have a fire outside, not the giant bonfire. Not the that, big uh, fire. Um, the voice Hunter of, the voice the, of reason. Uh, <laughs> Somehow I am more of, yeah. I have more Capricorn placements than him. And I don't believe it. I think the hospital got his birth certificate wrong. I don't understand it. But uh, apparently the person who's supposedly uh, but, but more do... Aquarius than me thinks that this is maybe a dangerous idea. And on hindsight, it's a big brush pile. But and you are you're 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 both Leo risings, right? Yeah, and he's a Leo moon, so he's double Leo, which and is I interesting. Like, I feel like he would. I feel like that's very strange for him I, to have stopped that. I feel well, like everything in his so chart sound. is like, yeah, do it. I know. I exactly. He is the wildest chart, but the most sound reason to help us. It's a mystery. All right. Um, but and, and then, okay, then, so that is for everyone in the coven. Join us over on Facebook, our Facebook discussion page, and we will have a live starting at 2 a.m. That, that is CST Texas time. Uh, and then we are having a special live for just the patrons uh, over on the private patron Facebook. Uh, you know, that's oh, elite. So mm. e- exclusive. Uh, and that is going to be at, what did we say, six o'clock? That's going to be at six o'clock. So earlier time for you guys. On Friday. That's yeah. no, on Wednesday. It's also on Yule. Should we should we dive into what we're doing today? We haven't even spoken about it. Yeah, I, I think we are getting just, just a little spooky. Just like, just like a little spooky, you know. It's like a taste. Little be scary ghost stories and something, some something. That's all I know. The only line of that song is there will be scary ghost stories because it's the only one that I find interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything else. Like, <laughs> I just don't, come on. There's some shit in there about like boys getting a truck and girls getting a doll. It's <laughs> just like, like, I don't okay. want to be reminded of this bullshit in a happy song, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are. We're, we're, it's that time again. Snuggle up, get you some cocoa mm. or some coffee mm. or some water. Wow, or some wine or so, let's just list every drink. Some, a beverage. Uh, be- Kool-Aid. Get get you some um, crystal light. Ooh, yeah, lemonade. 
Crystal uh, Light. Get you a, a Yakult. A Yakult. I love a Yakult. Probiotic beverage. It's over quick, but it's good when it lasts, you know? <laughs> That's their slogan. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> we've got spooky stories for you. And who is going to go first? I have a big lighter with three donuts on one side and a barcode on the other. Yeah, give me them donuts, brother. You want them donuts, bro? All right, let me give of a flip. Of course. Give it a flip. It's barcode side up, Brosif. All right. So for our special Yule time slash holiday time slash scary ghost stories. Um, I, I got to Google. I got to see what the fuck that, that, that song even is. Uh, Hold on. Christmas is long, long ago. Is that the same song? I think so. Uh, uh, it's the most wonderful. Oh, here. yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And here's, uh, why the heck does that Christmas song talk about telling ghost stories? <laughs> That's back when it was fun and people wanted to get scared on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Ghost stories was a, was a traditional thing that, you know what, we're bringing back here on Waba, mm. And we're bringing back in a big way with Macy. You're diving in with our first ghost story. I am. I have a story for you from Bria. Here we go. I was born and raised inside of an evangelical church, which my siblings and I now understand to be a cult. There were a lot of things that happened, too much to tell you inside of this email, for us to collectively come to this conclusion. Since I was young, starting around the ages of four or five, I've had dreams that come true or contain messages, predictions of the future. They only happen when needed and not very frequently. When I first told my mom about these dreams, she told me they were just coincidence or deja vu. As I grew older, my mom's mom, Grandma Fox, took an interest in my dreams. Cool-ass grandma name. Grandma Fox. Hell yeah. Awesome. Foxy grandma. I love it. Took an interest in my dreams. She later on told me that she has dreams like mine and they are a gift of the Holy Spirit. Parentheses. Christian belief. (laughs) At the age of 18, (laughs) I left the cult, but have remained spiritual. I've had several out-of-body experiences while praying to the divine, both during and after my time inside of this cult. They are extremely important when they happen because I've been able to prevent a terrible car accident for a friend, my older sister's attempt at ending her life after leaving an abusive relationship, and stopped my partner from falling asleep at the wheel several times. They're just to name a few. It is important to note that my partner, we'll call him E, has always been an atheist. His family is Catholic. He never believed in any religion that used to imagine puppet strings on the members of the congregation his parents attended. He has recently, just this past year, become spiritual because of his experiences with me and our home. This is where our story begins. We moved into our brand new home built in 2021 last April. The house on this lot before ours was built on 19, in 1960 and burned down over 10 years ago. There is no record of how it caught fire or if anyone died. I found it strange that a house three minutes away from the fire station completely burned to the ground. There's a large tree in the front of the yard, clearly around 20 years old because it produces acorns with no fire damage to it. There's a garage, shed, and the backyard also without fire damage. It is important to note that we moved in with two animals, my cats, Edgar Allan Paw, fabulous. (gasps) Shut up. 
And there's there's nicknames here. Edgar Bubba is a two year old, four foot long, black haired cat who I or black long haired cat who I rescued as a kitten from a colony of strays. And Elizabeth Jane (parentheses Lizzie, comma Queen). So they each have bonus names. Big fan of that. I too have bonus names Cute. for my dogs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She is a two and Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, Edgar. Uh, she's a twenty Edgar. year calico with tortoise shell patterns who i rescued after she was abandoned at the age of 15 edgar is smart but not very emotionally in tune are we 20 year yeah cats can live 20 years i mean they're old as fuck but a 20 year old cat yeah they live longer than dogs or is that like the name of the kind of cat, like 20-year-old no, calico. No, it's a 20-year-old I'm cat. I'm sorry. My shit's blown. Yeah. Okay. Get back to the back. To I the mean, that's getting story. pretty, that's getting on pretty rickety for a cat, but that's, yeah, they can make Whoa. it and beyond. Um, oh. Hey, good for them. Uh, so it's a 20-year-old calico with tortoise shell patterns who I rescued after she was abandoned at the age of 15. Edgar is smart, but not very emotionally in tune with anyone aside from me. Lizzie, however is a very wise old cat. She picked me. The story of how she did that and knew I was a witch before I was willing to accept it is quite long and I will share in a separate email if you are interested, needless to say. She was without a doubt my familiar. She knows what humans are saying, legit understands English and responds to you and always knows when someone is a bad person. I've learned to always trust her judgment since she has never been wrong. She sees through people and takes her time before becoming friendly. It took six months after I adopted her for Lizzie to sit next to me, uh, let alone pet her. Lizzie was the first in our house to sense the presence of whatever the fuck was there. She would hiss at corners of the house and would often exit rooms hissing very quickly. She has never behaved like this before. (laughs) One time, I was sitting outside at night, and Lizzie was in the window facing our backyard. She started growling at something right above my head. This was the first time I felt the presence of something. I quickly went inside and turned all of the lights on because I had just had this feeling of something looming over me the rest of the evening. Our fire alarms would go off at random times, and we would hear very loud thuds on our windows and our front door at night, especially around a new moon. Flash forward to November and several other encounters later, E and I adopted our dog, Brigo, from the local Humane Society. He was around six months old. Is that a reference to Aragorn's horse? Is his horse's name? I've actually never known the name of Aragorn, of his horse. It, you know the one that comes and gets him after he yeah. the little tumble off the cliff. Yeah, yes, one? yes. Um, yeah, it's Brego. Right before he does the sexy door open with his greasy, wet river blood hair. <laughs> wet, yeah. Like, why are you that wet? Why? Yes, you've just walked for days across like rolling plains. What's wrong with you? <laughs> are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so sorry. He was around six months old and a pit bull black lab mix, very friendly, but abused and abandoned. He is protective and barks at people as they pass. His reaction towards the spirit have been very different from his reactions to the people passing by. He and Lizzie will bark and hiss at the same spot together. All of the hair on his back will stand up and he will show his teeth and snarl, which he has only done when he senses this spirit. 
E's job keeps him very late some nights, so I spend evenings alone with the animals. This is my account of the most terrifying experience I ever had. I let, is it Brigo or Brego? Brigo? Brego. The horse? Yeah. Or the dog? Well, the both. Um, it's got the little, oh. uh, it's got the little <laughs> accent over the E and I don't remember if that is an A or an, like an E, you know, like what that does to the sound, um, uh, out to do his business after dinner. After he was outside for about two minutes, I heard his aggressive barking and then a whimper. He limped back inside, favoring, favoring his back left leg, Ooh. but stayed by the door with me once inside. His barking continued, and he kept lunging at the door as if trying to intimidate something. Lizzie started hissing in the same direction. I love how they work together. This old cat uh, yeah, yeah. and this young dog, and they just give whatever it is a what for. Um, I, I followed Brigo's line of sight to roughly five inches above my head. We have a glass sliding door, and the indoor light was on while outside was pitch black. So I could only see the reflection of the interior. That's creepy. I decided to turn on the light, or I decided to turn off the light, but I wish I had not. I again followed Brigo's line of sight and found two golden eyes looking down at me. I've never screamed so loud. I immediately turned on our kitchen lights again. Being stupid, I turned off the lights again because I did not believe what I saw. It was no longer there, but I could feel I something behind it. me. Brigo slowly stopped barking, but Lizzie stayed in defensive position for another hour. They both stayed by my side the rest of the night Ooh. until E came home. I thought I was going crazy, so I did not tell E what happened until he had a similar experience a few days later. E told me that Brigo would not stop barking and kept acting like he was trying to lunge at something. It was nighttime and I was serving at the restaurant I work at. E never calls me at work unless it's an emergency because I stay busy the whole time I'm there. He called me around 8.30 or 9 and said he swears he saw a figure in the backyard in the direction in which Brigo was barking, but it was not there when he turned on the outdoor lights. I told E about what happened to me and he was silent for a bit. He told me he had a dream that night of yellow eyes looking at him through a window. It is at this time I started to ask around. Some of my friends are witches, and this is how I discovered your podcast. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Interesting aside. Uh, I started doing research on how to get rid of the spirit, which led me to discovering how much of my daily spiritual practices line up with green and gray witchcraft practices. I began my journey of researching how to help spirits move on and or removing them from your home. Your podcast was very informative in the matter. I bought Dragon's Blood, Sage, Palo Santo, and Native American tar water. E and I performed our own ritual by burning the sage and sprinkling the water along the edges of each floor of our home. I burned the Palo in each room to add a positive energy back in. Lizzie sat very close to the Palo Santo, by the way. This is where I am going to reference my dream journal. I had to fight in the... Wait... This is where I'm going to reference my dream journal. I had to fight the spirit in my dreams. In my predictive dreams, I have learned to recognize them as much as when I wake up because there is a hyper-realistic feeling to them. This was different. I knew it was a dream, but I also knew it was very real. I don't like the, uh, I don't like the uh, acknowledging that, that something like in your dream, like if, you know what, if it's a dream, I want to just wake up and go, that was weird and go along with my day. Don't, don't, don't haunt me in my, at night too. Don't haunt me in my sleep, bro. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Okay. Like one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Please. But preferably not in my yeah. subconscious. Come, come at me in the like, day, but like sleep. I, um, 
I don't know if I've ever had like a ghosty, like a ghosty thing happen to me in my sleep. Bro, you had one like put a demon baby in you. I just, you forget this all the time and it, it, it bothers me how much you forget I, it. It seems to, it seems that I do. Cause I once again, absolutely don't remember this happening. Did I tell you this? It was on the show. Like we did that. We did. We had just recorded uh, a spooky sode and it involved like this weird, like creepy entity. I want to say it had like a blue glow to oh. it. And then you had a dream very similar that night of the same thing, except I feel like it like went all the way through with it. And you never remember this. You always forget. And it was a weird dream. See, to me, the fact that I'm forgetting says something. I'm I know. That's what's my concerning. Physical, my physical brain is either trying to block it out or spiritually something's trying to have me not remember. <laughs> that's the scariest fucking part, dude. I know. <sighs> oh, all right. I have a story. <laughs> I have a story from Lindsay M. And they start off by saying, hello from the Texas of Canada, a.k.a. Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> Fantastic. The Texas of Canada. Awesome. All right. My mother's side of the family carries a lot of sleeping disorders. And unfortunately, my two siblings and I have our own unique challenges. My sister is a sleepwalker. My brother is a sleep talker. And what? I got the waking nightmares. What a fun it pack all three of you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, the variety all in the same pack. room at, at like a yeah. sleepover. Cool. <laughs> it's like you three and one friend that's staying over the night who's just like up, just wide-eyed and sweating. Just all watching. Um, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I didn't get my first waking nightmare until I came home from university one summer. I remember waking up one night, lying on my back, and on the ceiling there was a ooh, writhing black oily smoke. Isn't that something? I was only awake for maybe a minute, but I was so scared. Was it like the Tim Curry smoke monster from Fern Gully? My brain immediately that went to, did the, did the monster from Lost decide, is that where it went? Did it just never get written into the script uh, again without explanation to only just yeah, to appear on ceilings? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was only awake for maybe a minute, but I was so scared that I thought that my beating heart was shaking the bed. A feeling that is pretty normal when I have these episodes. Over time, the demon smoke started to take shape. Until one night, I was sleeping in my apartment. It was the shape of a person sitting in my desk chair, just watching me. Mm. I then referred to this entity only as the Watcher. But I feel the door had been opened to other entities as well. Some of these beings are downright horrifying to look at. Great. One in particular manifested as a boa constrictor with a bald, a bald porcelain doll's head slithering over my then fiance's sleeping body. Man, that's just your Best brain that really that taking uh, taking its time to craft something fun for you. You know, like yeah, 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 wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, what can we do? I don't, yeah. yeah. Damn. There's a uh, there's a uh, Patrick. What's his name? Pat Oswald. Pat Oswald bit about like when he takes Ambien and like he get the Ambien dreams. <laughs> and one of my favorite things he said is like, you know, your brain is just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Just throw out everything. Do uh, do Scarlett Johansson with chainsaws for tits. 
<laughs> That's what that reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all right. So the porcelain doll-headed snake was slithering over my then-fiancé's sleeping body. You best bet that I punched at that motherfucker until both my fiancé and I were awake. <laughs> Another terrifying one. So were you punching them or just, like, in the air above them? Probably the general vicinity. I yeah. imagine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Another terrifying one was a man wearing a horse mask kneeling beside my bed That's inches away from my face. probably one of the worst things I've ever heard, if I truly am being honest. That's it, awful. It's, I it's, hate that. That's a fear I so didn't strange, know I had. But it's it's terrible because it's like a human, like purposefully like wearing well, a horse Well, I don't mask. like those masks anyway. That's strange. They freak me out a little bit. Um, yeah. And one in the dark. Okay. One in the dark. Just this is just, fucked, lo- just right in front of your face. Fucked up. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that one bit. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Even though it would look funny if you punched it in the nose, you know, because it's just like floppy. Yeah, it would. It would. It would just kind of cave in. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended to be asleep until he was gone, but I must confess that by far the worst ones are the ones that I can feel slither under the covers at my foot. That's gross. Mm, at the foot of my bed when I'm alone. I don't know what they look like, but I know that they are. I know that they're there. I generally shoot out of the bed and turn the lights on to make them go away. As the years have gone on, I've been able to convince myself that what I'm seeing isn't real. I have experienced them less and less. However, I'm concerned that doing this is closing off a part of... However, I'm concerned that doing this is closing off a part of myself that can see something beyond. Am I weird for not wanting to lose this gift? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Um, I, like, I I see it being a, there is a middle ground there because I don't know enough about night terrors. Like I don't know enough about sleep paralysis and night terrors and those crazy vivid nightmares enough to know. But I do sometimes feel like they are your brain just kind of shitting itself and then handing it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it, yeah, it can be. See, this, this is the kind of stuff that I'm, I'm like on the fence about because it's like, sometimes do I think that it's your brain putting on a show for you? Sure. But sometimes what if it's not? Do I think, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, I think it's like, perhaps like, I don't understand what I'm seeing. So I'm just going to kind of fill in the blank with something. Yeah. You know, or maybe it's truthfully, you're, you're feeling the slithery snake monsters grab at your feet. Like, I think it could be any of the, any of those options. Um, but I don't think it's weird because like, I think. Any kind of gift, even if it's terrifying. It's like the kid from The Sixth Sense, you know? He's scared of them, but then, like, he learns he learns that he can help them, you know? Well... Maybe they're just asking for help when they slither around. And maybe the horse guy was just like, hey, can I... Where's the library? I'm so and, like, thirsty. Just, can you take off this mask so I can... Yeah, can... I, <laughs> <laughs> can you please take this mask off me? I don't know. I mean, it's a very good question. Like, it, it really is. And I think that's one that just kind of has to be stewed on and sorted out. And there's probably a middle ground. You know, there's probably, and if you get it, if these are truly metaphysical things, if they are coming through a connection, I would think that you can, like with any other metaphysical thing, you can at least try with practice, maybe to set boundaries, you know? And it's like in that right. case, it's not a yeah. full shut off, but it's like, if this is just not my brain wilding out, after stress or after you know whatever y'all have got to not be pythons with doll heads anymore okay yeah yeah, yeah. you know hey you'd be like i don't know if you know this 
I don't know if you know, but that's very alarming. I understand, you know, maybe you just picked something that you thought would be pleasing to me. Yeah. But in the future, that's really fucking scary. Please stop. Yeah. Like, if you do this, I'm going to continue on saying you're not real. You're not real. So if you want me to believe you're real. Right. Be better. Don't be be an asshole. Be like a, (laughs) be a cute, I don't know, be like a puppy, you know? Not yeah. like a puppy with a snake body. Just not a, a whole not a dog puppy. walking on two legs. Just a four legged, four no. <laughs> quadrupedal puppy. Fuck, dude. What if it's a dog? What if it's that dog that walks on two legs, but he's wearing the horse mask? Dude, that's a nightmare. <laughs> like you know who would be fucking terrifying yeah. two legged is Penny, because Penny is built like a whippet right now, but she's really tall. And it is so freaky. Like, she'll stand up, like, because we're trying to train her out of this, but she's discovered, ooh, I'm tall. I can, like, put my hands on the cabinets and almost make my nose look up to, like, counter height, you know? And she stretches Mm. out, and Mm -hmm. she looks like one of those long, like, creatures that's, like, in Men in Black that sit in the waiting room, and they're like, but they're long, and, you know. Those, like, roach things. It's what she looks like, and it's just like, bro, you need... To get some meat on your bones, please, because it's brother. Very when spindly. you're not looking, when you're not looking, I'm gonna I'm gonna train her to walk on her back feet. It's I don't I don't. We do had it. a conversation with it. My mom thinks that dog is fascinating, and uh, me and Rustin were both in the room, and we were, <clears> we were like, "What? Like it, it, it's nightmares? No." Yeah, 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 and and that seems if y'all don't know what we're talking about, it's that I believe it. What was it? Was it TikTok? I don't know. I don't know. The dog's got three kind of fucking legs. Social, it could have walked on three legs. It didn't have to do this. The dog got famous. Yeah, it lost one of its front legs or was born without it. I forget, but because of that, it just walks on its hind legs, just flapping. And its that's what the reception in the. Yeah, that's what the comment section seems to be. Seems to be pretty torn between, oh, what a cutie, what a sweet, brave little soldier, and oh my god, this is nightmare fuel. It's wrong. So. It's it's terrible. If I looked up and saw that thing cross like behind the couch, like a like walk out of the kitchen <laughs> and into the living room and like in front of me, my flight process would kick on so hard. I can't even explain it to you. Like, I beyond me-shaped hole. Like, I would take the fucking wall down. I just can't. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would just, you would rock it up. You know those really bad edited edits where somebody, like, cuts you out and MS paints, like, yes. drags you yes. off the that's screen? Yes, that's what would happen. That's what you would do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> um, and it's funny because you are probably the most... Dog. Oh, I love person, them. The I love dog loving person uh, I've ever known or heard of. But I want them. I don't want them to do this. To it's different. See, when they, if they, it, I've seen the dogs that lost both arms, and then walking on two yeah. legs doesn't bother me because it's like, listen, I get it. You know, like I can deal with it. I understand it. And it's generally smaller dogs for some reason. I don't know why, but like also they can put them in the front wheelchairs and it's fine. But sometimes you want to walk around. I get it. Yes. You have the you have a third leg that is fine. Like use it, please. Because that's just even creepier because it's got like an arm. It looks even more humanoid, right? And it's just hanging there. I can't stand it. I I don't like that it I shows can already that for hear, I can already I can already hear the feedback we're gonna get on this meeting. I don't I don't we're not the only ones. I know that other people think that this because I'm <laughs> I, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. (laughs) 
again, I said, if it's missing both arms all day long, <sighs> three-legged dogs yeah, walk no, on the ground, I'm, I'm with please. You. I agree. We are a united front on this. I, I, I agree. Okay. What the hell was that? Hold on. What? Something just hit the wall. Hold on. Ooh. Dinah just body slammed Penny into the wall. Great. Yeah, it was loud. Like, it was shockingly loud, actually. Okay. Probably because she was walking on two feet. I mean. Dinah said no. Don't. Don't do that. She doesn't like it when we do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't let her see that, stupid. <laughs> don't ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, they can't know. Which, Gizzy on two feet would be cute. Because she'd be like a little... Would be the funniest thing. It, I mean, that would Gizzy be Gizzy on adorable. two feet would need... She would need, like, someone to play that tuba thing every time she... Oh, my God. Bum, bum, and she needs, she needs, like, a little vest and whatnot. Because I feel like she would look like every, oh. like, upper, like, 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 I don't know, like kind of pot-bellied 65 plus year old history professor walking around like that's what she would look like on two yes. legs oh cute with just like her little curly leg chaps and like you know her little belly and, and her big puffy chest and all the neck fluff i just think she, she would needs look like, like one that. of those she needs one of those jackets with like the 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 things the arm patches on the yeah, elbow. little elbow patches sweet oh that's cute okay this is all right it's cute again all right I, that's what we needed. See, all oh, right, there's an that exception. That was an intermission. Gizzy's yeah. the okay. exception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can only walk on your hind feet if you're a really, if you're just really cute and fun yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a cute, plump if little dog. If you're like dog. a svelte, if you're like a svelte or athletic dog, don't. Because then I, I, I feel like, I, I would feel the same feeling that I feel looking at a kangaroo, which is like, you could kick my ass. Yeah, you could. You could. And especially when they're angular, because Penny is like, she literally looks like Anubis right now. She's got the pointiest, sharpest ears you've ever seen. They're straight up. Yeah. She's got that long it nose. Was... It's She's spindly. She's Those ears that are as big as her body. They're big. Standing straight on top of her head now. Big tall. Yeah, she's very Anubis looking. Yes. All right, we've got Lit, a story. But I don't want to see it walking at me. From McKinley. We gotta go. We gotta go. Dude, walking at me? No. Uh... That's even more confrontational. Um, okay, story story from McKinley. During my childhood, I experienced quite a few spooky things. My mother grew up in a household with a very aggressive spirit that would do everything that it could to scare her. It would bang really hard on her wall behind her head, flicker her lights, and one time grabbed my aunt by her foot and attempted to pull her off the bottom of the bed. Love that. Love that for her. Whoa. I wasn't aware of these stories until a few years ago. I remember when I was younger and living with my mother, I would see two shadows in the house quite often. There was a shadow that would walk from the laundry room out the back door and the other which would walk from my bedroom to my brother's. You could see both areas from the living room and my mom has told me recently that she still sees them once in a while. They never give us any unnerving feelings or do anything more than three knocks once in a blue moon. Those knocks only ever happen if my mother is alone at the house trying to nap, and they always sounded like they came from my mom's bedroom door. To switch up a little, weird. when I was around the age of five or six, I had these imaginary friends that I called angels. 
Here's their description from my memory. They were quite small, about the size of an average palm, and they had armor that looked like metal and laced with what seemed to be something similar to leather or twine. I don't remember what their heads or hair looked like. I know, they sound like gnomes, uh, or if they even had any hair. They had somewhat long nails similar to talons. I haven't ever... I haven't ever been a religious person, and I wasn't raised in a religious family, and I actually didn't know much about it until later in life. I'm not sure what sparked my little pea brain to think of them as angels. Maybe it was because every night I would see them and speak to them out loud to discuss them, keeping me and my family safe to ward off any evil that came near. They might be gnomes. Again, no idea where the hell my tiny brain got all of this information. My mom was aware that I had these imaginary friends, but she never thought much of it because I was just a kid. Until. One morning, my mom was in the kitchen cleaning, and I finally awakened, rolling out of my bed, and as usual, walked into the kitchen to see what my mom had going on. It was a normal, good morning, how'd you sleep? And then she turned around and looked at me and immediately crouched down, holding my face. Confusion rushed over me as as to what she was so concerned about, and she asked what happened. I had a large slash across my cheek that wasn't there the day before. And when I realized that's what she was referring to, oh, I told her, I told her, oh, don't worry. One of my angels just accidentally scratched me. Don't worry, though. They didn't do it on purpose. I promise they didn't mean to. My mom still to this day tells me that it freaks her out to think about because she can't explain it. I still this day, I'm not very sure what my angels were, but I haven't seen them since a little while after this incident. I think they were gnomes. I think one of them accidentally scratched you and they felt really bad and sorry about it. So they stopped coming around. We're still here, but like, we're gonna, we'll, we'll be over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sound cute. I mean, I'm into them, unless it was not an accidental scratch. Yeah, but yeah. I can't and then imagine they, they gaslit you into be. thinking that it was an accident. But <laughs> <laughs> I have a story from Rena L. I was about seven years old and playing outside on the trampoline at my daycare lady Carmen's house. Oh, what the an intro! Was I like that. Sized. Jump right on in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in. The backyard was decently sized for a home in a bigger city within the Pacific Northwest, specifically Surrey, B.C., Canada. Surrey? Am I saying that correctly? I was the only child there that day. So I'm bouncing away, enjoying the sunshine in early summer. The breeze was warm, dragonflies were out, and it was the beginning of berry season. I came up from a prime, I love how that, I came up from a prime bounce when I noticed that there were (laughs) It was real fucking supreme. I came up from a prime bounce when I noticed that there were three or four children standing on the opposite side of the yard, Mm -hmm. the part that was close to the house, that held the under deck entrance into into the kids space. This isn't abnormal that random children came into the yard. Carmen held daycare at her house and got her business through word word of mouth. Sometimes families do a walkthrough to check it out. The chil- uh, ooh, the children were relatively close together. They were all still and looking in different directions. I don't trust these. But people. I knew they were watching me. This is strange. I thought maybe they're shy. 
So I kept bouncing around and waiting to meet them. I looked back up and they had moved, still separated, still looking in different directions, but clearly at me and now closer. They're, they're like, it's like, they're, it's like they think you won't notice them. Just, they're like, you know, like when a dog's t- <laughs> you just gotta, you know, when a dog's taking a shit yes. and it's always looking at you, yes. no matter what direction its body is facing. It will whip its neck all the way around like an owl. <laughs> all the way around to stare at you. One of them now was standing behind a bright, uh, a bright dark blue deck post and looking straight at me. I bounced some more, and my introverted ass couldn't. Can you remind me what they're bouncing on? Trampoline. Oh, okay. trampoline at my daycare lady. Chronicle. That's right. That's okay. right. Right. I muster up the courage to get off and go inside. I casually glance at them and notice their clothing was nice, but out of date and pretty neutral. Walking toward. Walking towards the house were tall, skinny, cedar privacy shrubs along the bottom of the deck. So I couldn't see where all the children were as I walked uh, behind them to get back inside. I didn't want to let them know that I was uncomfortable. So I tried to walk as normally as I could, naturally, Mm -hmm. with my head up and strategically not making eye contact. I was walking between a couple of them when I noticed their skin... um, Ew, gosh. When I noticed their skin, not only their clothes were neutral. Hmm. The boy who was hugging the pole had side-parted black hair. He was now facing me, eyes downcast. He moved with my vision for the first time, uh, and he looked at me. I was met with the... No, I, I knew it. blacked out I knew eyes. it. I knew it. <laughs> All right. I see what we're dealing with. I was out. I headed for the door and I had my hands on that uh, fucking doorknob when I looked back and was met with this desperate feeling that they wanted to be let in. Yeah, they do. I'm fighting with myself over (laughs) whether or not to do it. And I know that I didn't. All I remember is slamming the door behind me and going to the couch to stress sleep. There you go. That was my only experience with the black eyed children. Yeah. No. Yeah. (sighs) That's huh. how you know it's something legit. I do like, when you get inside to safety, the moment you know you're safe and your brain's like, your body lights shuts out. Down. Yeah. yeah, lights out. Yeah, we'll pick it back up in a little bit. Like that's how you know. I like that they also seemed incredibly awkward, just sort of like shuffling closer. Yeah, to they kind of remind me of you, like the goth like, kids in South Park. Like they're just kind of downcast, yes, yes, like just yeah. looking down with their black hair <laughs> yeah. and their they're, they're different clothes and their weird like gray skin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Story number two. So as my previous story goes, I've had my fair share of paranormal uh, experiences, mainly dark figures. I had one in particular that followed me. For background, my mom threatened me with needles as a single digits child if I kept on seeing things because my family had a history of mental illness and I would end up in a psych ward. I finally hit rock bottom this year after a bad breakup. Uh, with a first love who was emotionally uh, abusive. Uh, Oof, that's rough. I'm sorry. I noticed that this figure, uh, one of the black figures, was really attracted to me and more active now that I was depressed. I got myself into a clinic to be on antidepressants, desperate to believe that uh, that I was just mentally ill. I was 16, home alone after school and prepping to go outside to smoke some weed. I lived in a townhouse and my room was on the top floor. I was laying on the couch with my cat who wanted tummy time. He and I were chilling and as I, (laughs) and when I felt the figure was there, 
I could not will it to move. When I did, it was as if it was, uh, when I did, it was if I was seeing what they were seeing in my mind's eye. I was watching my cat follow the figure's movements. I said enough. I got up to go upstairs and I was deeply uncomfortable. Um, I knew he was there to fuck with me. He had more confidence that day. Mm. I go upstairs and I feel it follow. I'm walking back and forth in the hallway as I collect the goods. You know, asserting dominance, owning the place. Yeah. I sat my bubbler on the <laughs> I sat my bubbler on the wide ledge of the stairs. I lost my confidence. Just as I am heading to go downstairs because um it's ooh, because it's starting to get angry with me. Mm. At this point, I have no will to actually grab my bubbler, and I just run down the majority of the stairs as fast as I could. When I do, before I enter the sunlight, I am suddenly Michael Jackson in Smooth Criminal and at a 90-degree angle. This sounds dangerous. Um, no! Stopped. I lost all hope in that moment. It had never physically done anything to me before. I was swiftly pulled back straight up, and I finished the stairs as fast as I could. It was that day that I knew that the medicine wasn't working. I also knew it was affecting my ability uh, for this thing to now touch me. I immediately stopped taking my medication, but before, not before this fucker blew, <laughs> not before this fucker threw my bubbler off the ledge. What a Great. fucking dick. Like, <laughs> come on. I love that phrase. Suddenly I was Michael Jackson. <laughs> Man, insult to injury, just, you don't, you don't gotta break the glass piece, man. Whatever it was, it like, it like scared the shit out of you by like picking you up or like whatever it was, it was doing. And then it like hustled up the stairs, knock your bubbler off the lid. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Macy, what you gonna get me for the holidays? I'm not gonna tell you because that ruins the surprise and I like surprises and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you a hypothetical. I'll tell you if I was, you know, like just a hypothetical situation here, right? And I'll take it. Hy- hypothetically, you know, because I'm not gonna tell you what I got you. But I I would you know what, because here's the thing. I don't always know. I don't always know what you need, right? I'm not always sure what you need, mm. but I know what you like. Mm. And I would think, you know yes, what, you would maybe work in this situation a gift card from blessed be magic <gasps> that would be perfect is it because you know that i'm a witch and i love to be <laughs> reminded of my own power through the utilization of trinkets and talismans precisely yeah and and great because <laughs> when you're when you're rocking with your talismans right and like you have different ones that you connect with. So there's going to be different symbols and that I really, really, really gravitate to that others might not and that you might not. You might have your own little ones that you really, really resonate with. And that can ebb and flow. That kid, I don't always know. You know what? We don't always know what our friends are into, what they're vibing with. And having a gift card, which is on sale right now until the 31st. Get 10% off them gift cards. If I get you that gift card, bro, you can pick out whatever you want. You can pick out whatever you want. And then it's like, I, I win, you win, we all win. Because it's like, you got exactly you got exactly what you wanted. That's 10% off on the gift cards, $50 and under, and 15, a fat 15 on gift cards, 75 and over. That is until the 31st of December. 
And again, I just, you listen, you know, I love to talk about my favorite things about Blessed Be Magic. Blessedbemagic.com. That's magic with a K. I love the fact that you can shop by collection Mm. over there. Also, there's that 2022 holiday gift guide. Say, you know, maybe you've been dropping hints to somebody. Maybe they do know exactly what you want. Or they've been dropping hints to you and you know what to get them. You know, but if you don't and you kind of want to see what they get, with that card because that's half the fun for me. If I'm getting you a if I'm getting you a yeah. specified card, I want to see what you get with it. I'm going to learn a little bit about you <laughs> on this day. <laughs> Check it out. Just head on over to blessedbemagic.com, click on their gift card section and uh listen, if, if, if you can get a, a gift card $10, 10% off, that's $9. You it's a dollar. You'd pick a dollar up off the ground, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 so y'all give them a look it's blessed be magic uh, that's blessed be magic with a k dot com Alrighty, so this next one's sent in by chris the second y'all read the description that's <laughs> spelled same maybe um <laughs> the second i read the description of Oh, the second y'all read the description of the man, one of my roomies just froze. I don't know which. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd quote. I assumed it was the the man from your mom's house. Oh, yeah. like that guy, the man in black guy. But the you know what I mean? Like the shadow. I don't know. Uh, whatever he is, that thing. Um, okay. Uh, one of my roomies froze quote. I know the man you're talking about. They said he went after me and my roommates. They went on to describe an encounter in which the man would enter their room and crawl into bed with them, pressing himself against them. I didn't, thank goodness that did not happen to me. Um, cause that's yeah, all. Maybe this is not the same man. <laughs> oh. Luckily for them, they had a shamanism class quote. Art school has strange classes uh, and went through a cleansing ritual as part of their final, during which they saw the man leave their body. My male roomie never experienced anything personally, but he knew many female and female presenting students who also encountered the shadow man, most of whom didn't know each other, most of which involved him sneaking into their beds. What we learned later was the building was originally a woman's shelter. Our theory is that the shadow man could have been a poltergeist created from the shared trauma of the women who stayed there. Small detail, but something we found pretty creepy. The day that spooky sode came out was also the day the building had been erected. February 10th, 1858. Nifty. I like to pretend that that spooky sode came out in 1858. It did. We've been, we've really stood the test of time. Guess. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine <laughs> how many fucking spooky sodes be a lot that have been done since then? So many volumes of them. <laughs> the next story happened at the old Washoe. Is it Washoe? 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 Washoe Club in Virginia City, Nevada. Washoe? I have no idea. It's W A S H O E. Like Washoe. Uh, my nephews wanted to go Washoe. on to the haunted tour. And my family agreed. Having oh, yeah. some lunch at the bar as we waited for the tour to begin. Yeah, they were probably just like, yeah, y'all, y'all go. Y'all go on. We'll be right here. Yeah, go. A, yeah, we'll be here. Uh, when it started, we were taken into what I recall to be a sitting room. 
As soon as I crossed the threshold, I started choking on the stench of smoke. I couldn't hear anything the tour guide was saying as my eyes began to sting and the scent grew heavier. I couldn't breathe. I could barely think except for the pondering of why no one else was affected by this smoke. Was I the only one? Tears fell from my eyes and my mom asked me what was the matter. Is this tour guide just not paying attention to you? Yeah. (laughs) Going through this? He's like, we see this shit all the time. I like this. So the mom asks, like, oh, hey, what's going on? Just joking. I managed. She seemed confused by my answer, and I was unsettled by her confusion. No one else was affected by the smoke but me. I closed my eyes, saw the room filled with smoke, and mentally demanded it leave me be, but to no avail. All right. I envisioned a burst of white light and a gust of wind to banish the smoke from the room. And just like that, my airways opened and I could breathe again. Not only that, but the scent was gone as well, as if there had never been any smoke to begin with. I asked my family later on if they smelled anything, any smoke, if they had trouble breathing of any kind. And they all said no. When I asked my mom why she didn't seem concerned when I told her I was choking, She said she thought the culprit was a bit of lunch we had had from over an hour ago. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The final story still creeps me out. I've never had sleep paralysis prior to this, and it has since been my only experience. Sleep paralysis is more common with folks who sleep on their backs, but I was sleeping on my belly during this. Great. That's a fear I didn't knew I needed because I thought I was in the clear. Face in my pillow. I didn't see anything, (laughs) but I woke to the feeling of a weight on my back. I tried to get up, but I found myself frozen. Then I felt a pressure against my throat, like somebody slipping their arm under my neck and putting me in a chokehold as I felt my Adam's apple press into the inside of their elbow. I tried thrashing them off. Still nothing. All right. I may not be able to physically do anything. But I could call upon the wind from the last story, couldn't I? Wind is my go-to for shielding and protection since the damn washu club. It was dependable, but not this time. No burst of light, no wind. My blood froze as I felt my magic trap itself inside my belly like a tangled string. I could not call on energies from the outside. Calls for help to my spirit team went unanswered. And I could not conjure from inside myself without the energy just building and building without release. I panicked. I just kept trying to visualize that burst of light and the wind feeling the build and hope it would leak out somehow. I don't know what allowed the energy to finally free itself. But as soon as the torrent of wind blew forth, I threw myself off the mattress and took a gasp of breath. I hoped it had been a bad dream. I recounted the event to another witchy friend of mine and asked if it was possible for one's magic to just be stuck inside them like that. That's, that's intense. That's spooky. The, the, the part about being cut off from like a spirit team or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty, that freaks me out. Cause that's, you need that. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When that's like the majority of the work you do. Yeah. Um, them just being like, just kind of like the house feeling empty all of a sudden. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But what I do like 
is this last story Woo! sent in from Kelsey. And uh, you guys, I got to say, I since this is an extremely short story, I've seen some buzz, some keywords here. I it's have just, too. It's it's a good it's a good it's a good time. I've to end stopped on, I myself think. from reading further, but I've seen a few words that I'm like, where are we going here? I'm uh huh. Oh yeah. All right. So Kelsey says, my favorite ghost encounter happened maybe a year ago. I was walking up my hallway when I felt a presence behind me. When I turned around, we came face to face or faced to chest as mm. he was close to six foot tall and I'm five three. We both had an oh fuck moment. I didn't expect to see anything and he didn't expect to be noticed, <laughs> let alone seen. This was the clearest vision I've ever had. I still remember the color of his shirt, the shape of the shape of his glasses, all of it. This motherfucker looked exactly like Dale Gribble. The yes! ghost of Dale fucking Gribble was wandering around and accidentally materialized my goddamn hallway and scared the shit out of us both. He disappeared. He disappeared almost immediately and left me alone there. Adrenaline pumping and trying to process what the fuck just happened. I imagine him like rolling out of the hallway yeah. into another room. Yeah, crawling uncomfortably. Pocket sanding you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long I stood there in disbelief, but eventually I went to get a smoke bundle just to be safe since all three of my kids' rooms are down that hallway. I did a quick cleanse to reset boundaries uh, for anything fucky uh, to, to get the fuck out of my house. And I went to bed. Still feels like a fever dream. Fucking Dale Gribble, y'all. Man, it's those experiences that I find the most compelling. The ones that you literally don't even know why they happen. Why did that happen? Well, yeah, yeah. Who, like, what, what is it? I also like it when they seem as equally startled. That's so amazing. What? Yeah, to be like, oh, shit, you know, like. They got, they were seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's, that's when I think that it's like, it's a bump in through space and time or like, you know, your, your lines are merging. Maybe he in another, in another timeline thinks he saw a ghost. You yeah. Know? He might have been very know, much alive. Like, uh, and yeah, some beams yeah. crossed and y'all both saw each other in your own respective hallways and you vanished too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and somewhere he's writing a podcast telling the story like one time there was this chick hey, who looked weird. like, I don't know, probably who, whatever cartoon character you look like in their in their universe. Yeah. And then, wow, interesting. I would that would be pretty startling, though. Like. I, I think I, I just, would immediately I assume that they were there to kill me. But I would be, I would, especially if you look like Dale Gribble, I'd be yeah. like, okay, this is a hit. Yeah. Someone's yeah. taking a hit on me. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. You are a shady character. But, but after that, I would never stop laughing. Yeah. Once I knew I was in the clear and it poofed away into a pocket sand cloud, I would be like, mm, what mm, the mm. shit? Why? What? Why? Yes. And I think I, it would yes. just, it would, yes. it would be really funny. Well, all right. There were the scary ghost stories and all those words. Something. It's the most wonderful time mm. of the year. Mm. 
is it? Oh. Well, hold on. I got to figure this out. Is it? Who, who for? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a little, little presumptuous on your part, song, to, to say Don't that. Don't be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas is long, long, long ago. ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I okay, just, I, you know what? Now that I'm looking at the lyrics, this is not the song that's like... Every little, every little Jenny and Julie get a doll, and every little Billy and Bobby get a whatever. I don't some boy toy. I don't so, remember that one, but I believe it. Sorry for, uh, sorry for for, uh, for for talking shit on you. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm. Yes, yeah, we set the record straight. Oh God, dude, can, I got I have, I have a story for you. Oh, to tell you here at, at at the end of all things. Okay, and I'm just remembering it. Okay, so <clears throat> you you know what a belk is, yeah? I do know what a belk is. The store, yes, the store. Okay, uh, I assume this. I don't know if this is like a southern chain or if this is like a small town chain, but there's these stores called Belk, and they kind of remind me of like a smaller TJ Maxx. Or like, right? a, but or, they're or sometimes like, like a little, like mildly more highbrow. They're kind of like if you either have a stage or a bells. Uh, also, they're kind of like those. They're like a miniature, yeah, yeah, JC Penney's, yeah. but like smaller, like but small, yeah, yeah. There, it's like a small, very small department store, mm-hmm. um, or like a Tuesday mornings, but of two, but not not as nice as a Tuesday morning, anyway. It's the kind of store that if you now imagine this here, if you're if you're on an aisle, you know, those aisles of stores where it's not like, say, a Walmart or a Target, where if you're on an aisle, you can't see to the next aisle. But, you know, sometimes the aisle is made of like wire mesh. Yes. Like big, yes. like big chicken wire almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like <laughs> and you can panel. see through to the next aisle. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a belk and I'm just checking it, looking around and I go back to the home section and uh this thing is happening where every time I'm on an aisle, the person on the next aisle, like we've been neighbors this whole time. Okay. Right. And it was this little old lady who she's just poking around, looking at stuff. And she's just kind of muttering to herself the whole time. So I'm just, she's my buddy. Right. And, and she's, and, and I'm in a great mood this day, by the way, I am almost manic. I'm in a great mood. And uh, she is on the aisle with home decor. And everything is Christmas right now. There's Santa on everything, yeah. right? And she bends over and she's struggling to pull something. I can't see what it is. It's on the bottom shelf. She's struggling. And I'm just kind of creeping from the next aisle. Okay. <laughs> and she's struggling. And she pulls something out with with just so much effort all the effort she can she finally slides this thing out and it kind of thuds on the ground i think that's what kind of got my attention and i looked over and at the same time that she exclaimed this out loud my brain registered what was on this thing so it it was one of those very heavy doormats that has like the bristles on them so you can wipe your feet off you know how heavy those are they're kind of thick and heavy. Yeah, yeah 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 and um it had been like screen printed with Santa, but it's Santa sitting there with some presents and he's got a, a, a glass of milk and like a couple of big, really big cookies. Right? Oh, 
And she sees this and to herself, but almost as if she was exclaiming this to someone like across the store, she just goes, it's a cookie. Yes. Excellent. Yes. And it was so not the focal point. What a gift. But the way (laughs) that she was so excited. And then after that, she put it back on the shelf. And she immediately left the store. Wow. Interesting. The plot thickens. I I had to, I mean, I had to leave the section because I was laughing. So I had to purposefully find an empty section of the store so I could double over in laughter. I love it when people I, I love I I love it when people annotate vocally their day. Just, it's so yeah, it was like the other day when I, I, I was in a understand. waiting room and the woman was watching HGTV and everything oh, yeah. bad that would happen just oh my god look at that water heater it was wonderful. <laughs> um. All right. So I'm I'm hearing dogs and I'm already cracking the fuck up. This has put me in a real an even better mood, right? Because this lady. And I noticed that they're playing Christmas music mm. over the speakers, but not, not the same Christmas music you hear all over the fucking place, right? It was as if this place was playing off-brand, royalty-free Christmas music. <laughs> and the thing is, is they, they, they were playing songs that were obviously trying to sound like other songs. It was the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So there would be a there would be a song that sounds like you know ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba da, but it would be like gingerbread, gingerbread, ginger all the time, um, just slightly Weird. slightly different. It was so bizarre. That was surreal no for you to do that. I'm I'm pretty sure that you're allowed to just tune in to any. And and the thing is, this wasn't even like off brand Christmas music I had ever heard. This was yeah. like someone's family member made a tape and, and all of the instruments sounded like wrong. Creepy. All of the instruments sounded like, yeah, this was, it was almost like back rooms shit. Yeah. Like it, all the instruments sounded like if you had a Casio keyboard that played the sounds of that instrument, you know, like it's mm-hmm. sure it sounds like it, but it's not completely right. And then this song came on Macy. That was a mix. It, it was like, so trying to be Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, God. But, like, also sounded exactly like bad to the bone. Oh, my God. And this guy singing was was so bad. And here's the thing. I'm not for, like, making fun of people singing. I'm saying that. The, I'm, so I'm not like, oh, he was so bad. Huh? Yeah. No, this I is just the not... juxtaposition of these things together. Yeah. Is, is what He was just is. not a good... It was not a professional, it was not, it was like, you know, someone doing karaoke, which is fine and great, but you're not, you're not going to make, you're not going to play that in a fucking store, right? Generally. But this guy, every couple of seconds would just growl random Christmas words. Oh, So we've got this like bad, beat in the background, but like also sleigh bells obnoxiously ringing and some kind of shit guitar. And then he would just be like... Christmas tree, Santa, and it, I, it had no. That would be the kind of Christmas music that, I want to record. If I'm ever just be like, it was so 
just boom, 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 it culminated with finally the last part of the song, but also there was still about a minute left of instrumentals, so it didn't really make sense. <laughs> but he just punctuated everything with a good old. He just went, bells, and about exactly that tone. It was like I did that just then. But they were playing this in public, and I wanted you to know that. I wish you would have recorded it. I, you know what? I, 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 this was also in the time that my phone was broken. Yeah. So I couldn't. Yeah. But it almost makes sense because I believe it was like the universe being like, you, you can't prove this. this what are you going to do? Just you tell somebody? For okay. you. Yeah. I kind of wonder if I'm the only person who heard it. You might have been. You might have been the only one listening. It might have been yeah. everybody else's ears in the store. They heard something else. They heard Mariah Carey. Oh, just so whistle. you got the better doing the whistle note for twenty yeah, minutes. The high, high yeah, I, I would take that. I've been thinking about going back just to see if they're still doing it. Yeah, just so I can relax in that moment. Yeah, I also found some anime shirts for uh, fifty cents, so that was pretty cool. Damn, laser is not real anime. Rock hard. It was. It was a. It was a laser. It was. Uh, I was shopping for laser. Yeah. yeah, I get it. He needs things okay, too. That's it. Okay, that's all I wanted to tell you. all right well then everybody we'll see y'all next week um don't know i I, it might be normal maybe it won't be normal we'll see what we do for the last episode of the year i don't want to commit to anything yet oh my god who knows we might do something different we might do something the same we will suss it out before we might do a we might not show up at all yeah we might just take the week off who knows (laughs) So we we might die. We might. No, we might. Gotta live every day. Live like you're live like you're dying. <gasps> That's it. It's just gonna be Rocco's podcast. What if for the last episode of the year we just come on as, as, Rocco as alter Lizard. egos? My voice yeah, yeah, would yeah. last not very long. What y'all don't see when I play Rocco is the, the long cuts of me slamming water and going, oh my God, my voice hurts over and yeah. over and over and over again. And your eyes just watering. They do because yeah. it makes my throat itchy. Yeah. It's, it's, I have very wet yeah. eyes as and Rocco. What you, may, <laughs> what you may or may not see, usually it gets cut out, but I still pretty much do it, is laser. I can never just stay in laser's voice. I slowly start to adopt the Rocco and I have to go, wait, let me do that again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. All right, everybody. Bye. Coven, listen, Coven, Wednesday, 2 a.m. All of you that all all of you that aren't patrons, if you if you want to catch a live catch at 2 a.m., stay up. We're staying up. If I can do it, you can do it. Okay. And um That's true. And uh what else? Oh, I was just gonna say that's today, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. As this is out, that is happening tonight. And uh, 2 a.m., technically Thursday. It's all confusing. Was that you know what Borat? We, it came out that Borat? way. I didn't mean to, but it did come out that it way. It did. Yeah, thick. Um, is, I was like, what a strange reference for her to do. Yeah. Um, and there you go, guys. <laughs> That's all. All right. Have a happy, jolly Wednesday. Mm. Yule. Happy Yule. Yule. Oh, my God.